It's time to decide. You must choose your subscription box. Do you want fluffy, fuzzy things? Do you want a watch that you'll barely even wear? How about more collectibles to fill the shelves in your room? No! You don't want that. You want horror movies, and you want them on DVD. No, you want them on Blu-ray. Well, buddy, it must be an omen, because here I am, and here's HorrorPack.com. Join HorrorPack.com for $19.99 a month and get three killer DVD movies plus one exclusive. Or join up for $24.99 a month and get three Blu-ray blood soakers and an exclusive each month. There, now you've made up your mind. Or I have. HorrorPack.com for the best scare anywhere. <laughs> I think he's ready to start. Oh, I know he is. <laughs> he's just, uh, is he trying to annoy you? Nope. I'm trying to annoy him, though. It's not working. <laughs> Cheating Valley, the podcast. Chris, Larry, and Marissa in parentheses talk about the worst restaurants in the world. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. Now in 3D. <laughs> Jesus, what the hell? <laughs> it's her line. What if she's not here? There's going to be a really long pause. <laughs> it's time for Top 10 Yay. What? Top 10 Yay. Oh, okay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> this happens to be another worst of. This is the first... Doesn't happen to me. We find it that way. <laughs> this is the 14 worst restaurants on the planet. According to... Eat this, not that. Dot com. Number one. Shouldn't we read these backwards? Like this is how they're listing worst them. Worst, best to worst. This, best worst to worst best. This is how they're listing them. On the border. Uh oh. There's so, something wrong with on the border. I'd be dead years ago. Nowadays, you can log on to just about any re restaurant website and get the nutrition stats on all of your food dishes. And while this is definitely a win for healthy foodies and those looking to melt some stomach fat, well, then you wouldn't be eating it on the border. Yeah. Most restaurants. We can't help but notice there are bits of information missing from some of their menus. The On the Borders Nutrition Guide, for instance, doesn't provide trans fats or sugar information. Under advertisers, it says yes. <laughs> Which are two of the most buzzed about nutrients of recent years. Coinkydink? Probably not. In fact, if we had to guess, it was probably a deliberate move to ensure anyone who cares about health isn't scared off. And guess what? 
when you're, when you're shady like that, it's a sure sign you're stuck in the dark ages. <laughs> so shady people are from the dark ages. I didn't know that. They are. <laughs> well, that's why they're shady. Because oh, it's dark. Exactly. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Ruby Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> some horror stories from there. This is another restaurant about withholding nutritional stats from their dishes, and it's breaking our hearts. Quite literally, not really, because everywhere we go, Ruby Tuesdays are closing left and right. Well, I had a good salad bar though. Had a great salad bar. <laughs> Information on their dishes, sat, fat, trans fat, and sugar content is totally MIA, and consuming too many of these nutrients has been linked to heart disease, heart attacks, high blood pressure, and obesity. It says abdominal obesity. I'm like, you're not going to get fat in your feet and only your feet. Well, no, this is very specific. <laughs> Ruby Tuesdays only makes you fat in the gut. Yeah. No, oh, okay. As opposed to your elbows. I understand that now. Because you're getting a lot of exercise with your elbows because you're doing this. <laughs> oh, I see. You're reaching for stuff and grabbing stuff. You'd think Ruby would want her customers to be well enough to eat at her restaurants for years to come. But if she's leaving off this vital information, it's just that bad. She's bound to run out of customers sooner than later, which can't be good for business. Yeah, but they're not giving us like examples. So we ordered this from their restaurant and took it and tested it ourselves. And No, what they're saying is when you look at menus now, they usually yeah. say sat fats, trans fats, and sugars. Yeah, yeah. These guys aren't. Yeah, they're just picking up people who don't want to replace their menus. Yeah, which you should do anyways. Just because after a while, they get monotonous. And, and you hadn't changed. There's no reason to replace the menu. Number three. Number three. Number three. Cheesecake Factory. Can't even get to their menu in one setting. <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory won't I budge. I'll set it by my nightstand and read the rest tomorrow. They won't budge when it comes to revealing what's really in the food. Aside from the changed Skinny-licious menu... Which is made up of 50 dishes with 590 calories or fewer. They're not saying a word on their website about the nutritional makeup of their dishes. That's just the one portion of their menu. Yeah, which is like 83 pages thick. I always have a question about restaurants that try and carry that much stuff on their menu. Well, Bourdain and everybody, all those big celebrity chefs that are out there now, all say the bigger the menu, the worse the food is. It's because they're trying to do so much. You, yep. you know, you want to have people that can concentrate on getting X number of dishes done and done right. And you got like 348 items on your menu. You know that their preparation includes making stuff, freezing it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never had a bad experience at Cheesecake Factory. Some people have. I have not. Yeah. When you're when their salad is the size it, of the table we're sitting at, and you got to take home, you know, half a truckload of food. But the food itself is never overwhelmingly good either. No, it's never like, ooh, I'm going back here again. That was the best ricotta I've ever had. I mean, the cheesecake's good, but... Well, that Cheesecake Factory. Well, cheesecake. It's in the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Years ago, some of the information was available online, but nothing on trans fats, regular fats, fiber, sugar, or protein. So, basically nothing. But since then, the information has been totally removed from their website, and many of the menu offerings are now different, making the information that's lingering behind on unofficial Cheesecake website factories. What? <laughs> unofficial <laughs> Cheesecake Factory websites. Pretty useless. If you want to know how good or bad a dish is before you dine in, the only way to find out is by calling the company directly. Well, they're saying how bad or good a dish is. They're talking from a pure health standpoint, not from just a general how good is the food. Well, right. It might be delicious. You don't know. Yeah, but delicious is all what usually ends up being bad for you. 
Yeah, it's a trade-off. But my point is, every once in a while, you need to have the deliciousness food and not worry about whether or not it was good for you. Because otherwise, you'll lose your mind. Uh, the best strategy for survival at the factory mm-hmm. is to run the other way before you reach the door. But if that's not an option, at least stick to one of these diet expert-approved cheesecake factory orders. And you can actually click on that. You got a guy at the door like, no, you cannot leave. So these are going to be the diet expert approved menu yeah. things that she's Yeah, I mean, this is not telling us that these are bad restaurants. They're just telling us that they're not sharing health information. Well, I mean, that's what it but says. But seriously, do you go to a place called Cheesecake Factory? Because I'm on a diet. Guacamole and herb encrusted salmon salad. That's one you should get. The Skinny Licious Soft Taco. No, because they probably charge you like $13 for the a edamame with a shrimp in it. Edamame and seared ahi tataki salad. Little House salad and skinny licious Tuscan chicken. Santa Fe salad. I've had that. I don't know how it's 540 calories when it's the size of this table. Anytime I've had anything that included the word Santa Fe in it, it was always just nasty. Flattered beans, usually. (laughs) Dirt. Yeah. Flattered beans tastes like dirt. Skinny licious veggie burger. Chicken and mushroom lettuce wraps. Oh, that's good for Marissa. She'll lose tons of weight. She's the one that least needs to do so here. <laughs> Kale and quinoa salad. Skinny licious grilled turkey burger. Sheila's chicken and avocado salad. Turkey burgers I can go with. Skinny licious Tuscan salad. Didn't they already have something like that? Made with real Tuscans? Uh, no, but it's made with real salad. And cheesecake. It's not gritty because you can't really trust And cheesecake? Yeah, that's literally on here. Cheesecake. So what's the what kind of cheesecake? Just, the, plain, just the cheesecake. Plain cheesecake Probably the plain cheesecake. Okay. And that is a healthier alternative than the majority of their menu, apparently. Yeah. All right. Now the it next seem like- the next one is because the meat has antibiotics in it. So you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Denny's. Imagine. Oh man, I love That's, Denny's when I was a kid. They haven't been good in years. No, but as a kid, man, we used to go there all the time. The one there at Georgetown. Well, While we give Denny's props for making moves towards sourcing and servicing, serving cage-free eggs in all their locations by 2026, so we got another six years, everybody. They're among you're you're assuming we have another six years. Yeah. They're among one of the many chains that still serve meat that's been pumped with antibiotics. In fact, they have no public policies in regards to antibiotic use in their supply chain. Grand Slam, more like you're out. All right, let's be honest. You're in a position where Denny's is your best option. Is that really a concern at the moment? No. No. And probably if that is your best option, you're probably road tripping. So you're going to want the food in you anyways because you're going to be driving all night long at some point. And honestly, you're probably in a location where a couple extra antibiotics in your system might do you good. There's that too. Mm -hmm. Number five, Applebee's. No comment. So far, Applebee's has not mentioned any plans to reduce antibiotic use, but don't assume ordering a fish dish or vegetarian option is a safer bet than the chicken or burgers. Chain's menu is filled with booby traps. Take the traps. take the hand-battered fish and chips, for instance, with over 1,000 calories and 100 grams of artery-clogging fat. Yeah, they're battered-dipped fish. Yeah, and the shrimp wonton stir-fry has nearly an entire day's worth of salt. Oh, nice. Well, it's got soy sauce and stuff in it. Making it a catch, you're better off leaving in the sea. Well, what is in the sea? It didn't have that much teriyaki on it. That's true. Probably didn't have any teriyaki on it. Probably not. Mm-mm. Now, the next ones are because there are hardly any healthy options. Hmm. Oh. Pizza Hut. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
In attempt to push the menu beyond slices... I was on a diet. I had it on top of my list. Pizza Hut. <laughs> Pizza Hut expanded into pastas, salads, and something called pizzones. Wait a minute, they have salad though, isn't it? Pizza Hut's like the only pizza that you have to worry about whether the cardboard box is going to survive the trip to your house. <laughs> it's true. And I and I love them for that. So Which are calzone-like concoctions with more than a thousand calories each. The salads ain't much better. Oh, and the man. pastas are actually worse because they have about a half a day's worth of calories. Aside from their fit and delicious pizzas and it's the bony and wings. They don't serve anything that is suitable for someone trying to lose 10 pounds. It's pasta and cheese sauce. What, what are you looking for? Let alone eat a clean diet. Hey, I didn't tell you that this was because they serve roaches on toast. I just... Some locations. <laughs> most of the dine-in ones. Well, we uh, don't know about the one that's going up to Dahlonega, though. Considering, considering that other we'll pizza, considering that other pizza chains like Pizza Fusion carry organic ingredients pizza sourced fusion. from local farms and gluten and lactose free menu items, we see no reason the Hut can't up its health game. But the thing is, you order pizza from Pizza Hut, like a large pepperoni lovers, mm -hmm. you order the same price pizza from the other place, and it's going to be like a pan, four a inches across, pizza, yeah. four inches across. It's like it's like my pie, or your pie, I mean. With like a thing of lettuce on it. So you're saying you get more money for buying the pizza at Pizza Hut, even though it's... You'll get more course. pizza for your money. Yeah. For, it won't be as good for place. you, obviously, but that's not why you're ordering Pizza Hut. So here's the next one. You ready for this? This one will kill you. Uh-oh. Uno's Chicago Grill. Really? Come on, man. Yeah, because their mega deep dish pizza is two oh. inches tall, filled with tomato sauce, cheese, and toppings. Oh, man, but that... Pizza there again, you're not going there for the exactly. healthy alternative. Exactly. We only we only went there when we went to Florida. Yeah, we only go there when we because they yeah. don't have one in Atlanta they don't anymore. Because it used yeah. to be at around Lenox. Yeah. Healthy alternative. Go to fucking Luke's. Don't go to Pizza Hut. It shouldn't come as a surprise that Uno, home of the deep dish, one of the world's most calorie dense foods, is also <laughs> home to far too many dishes that pack more than a thousand calories. Their mega-sized deep-dish Sunday, for example, has 2,700 calories. Well, duh, motherfucker! It's a deep-dish Sunday. Deep-dish Sunday? Are they, are they thinking wait, that wait, people wait, are wait. going there ordering this and not realizing how many calories may be in it? Yeah, exactly. If you're wait, that stupid, wait, let him go. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, someone does order a pizza from Munoz, okay? If they're in Orlando, they're going to be walking a lot of mileage so they can't well eat no this. they usually eat that after they've done after walking. they've done all the walking so actually it does replenish some of what you've lost some of what you lost unless you've been eating mickey ice creams all day I, yeah that's not probably a good idea my point is that if you're ordering an item called the deep dish sunday mega sized deep dish sunday what is and it? you don't realize that this might not be the most healthy alternative for you yeah let them go and this is darwinism at work yeah and their Cobb salad has more than an entire day's fat, nearly an entire day's worth of salt, and a belly-busting 900 calories. It's a Cobb salad. And how big do you think it is? Oh, I know how big it is. It'll go in the middle here, but it's, it's, it's high. It piles up. So it's a big salad. It's a big salad. Finding something to order at Uno won't derail your weight loss efforts. Is That won't derail your weight loss. It's like looking for an earring at the beach. It's nearly impossible. Sure, there are a few things that are okay with their less than 500 calorie menu, but if you veer off that list, which is a little boring to be frank, you sure run into trouble. Less than 500 calories. So, a roll, a pretzel, a pepperoni sliced. 
with a drip of tomato sauce. I'm just saying, if, if, if the healthy alternative is what you're looking for, find a different restaurant. The, yeah, go to one of those salad picking, joints. You're picking on restaurants whose bread and butter is bread and butter. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Number eight. Mm. Number eight. International House of Pancakes or IHORP. I used to eat there all the, the time. The bastion of healthy living. A few years back, IHOP was one of the last chains to release its nutritional numbers. Given the national debt level calorie counts on much of its menu, it's easy to see why. To make matters worse, even the healthy sounding dishes at the chain are just weight loss saboteurs in disguise. For example, the chicken fajita omelet, which is filled with veggies, chicken, salsa, and cheese. Yes, it has cheese in it. Cheese. See. Oh, see, cheese. Queso. Cheese. No, it's cheese. Oh, okay. Clocks in at 960 calories. Holy cow. So the next question, sentence after that is, bet you didn't see that one coming. Well, yeah, I did. Come read the rest of this article. Well, also, it's two in the fucking morning. And yeah, I'm and you're hammered. Exactly. The spinach and mushroom. I'm going to get the big steak on my name. <clears throat> yeah. The big steak. A big, big. Ah. The shrimp and mushroom omelet. Say hello to 890 calories. And more than half your day's salt. Even the chicken and spinach <laughs> salad with and, and, grilled and, and, chicken on it has over honest, a thousand calories. It has more than half my day's salt. I'm gonna put some salt on it. You get you get the idea. Proceed and with caution if you might if you must dine at this dark age eatery. <laughs> there is a certain level of snobbery in this writing. This is written probably by a doctor of health. Or one of those ridiculous workout gurus. No, it's written by some idiot who spends half their day on a treadmill, bicycle, walking around the neighborhood. Yeah, workout guru. Eating kale and looking down their nose at everybody else for not weighing two pounds. I hope that person doesn't weigh two pounds. He'd be dead. California Pizza Kitchen. That's that's interesting. And they're getting ready to go out of business. Well, it doesn't break my heart because I didn't like it. Uh, place is a ripoff. Well, it's not necessarily because it's just a ripoff. It's like nothing on the menu sounded appealing to me. Mm, true. Here's a nice pizza with whatever you had in your pantry that day. Yeah. At California Pizza Kitchen, things get dangerous after you leave the appetizer section on the menu. Salads range from 530 up to 1310 for the Waldorf chicken salad. Ooh. Just 190 calories short of what an adult woman should eat for the whole day. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Not technically. Go back. Uh, 1310. 1310 is how much calories are in it. In the Waller salad. So it's just 190 calories shy of what an adult woman should eat the whole day. Which is not technically true. It goes by your body mass and this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. That's just using So let's calculate backwards from their calorie limit and see how much this person weighs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Discover more. Oh, I'm I'm going to ignore it. CPK sneakiest trick, though, is making its quote, healthy, end quote, thin crust pizzas somehow more caloric than its regular pies. Because they're butter and flour. The five cheese plus fresh tomato hand-tossed is actually 200 calories per pie less than the margarita crispy thin crust. Oh, I see what they're saying. The regular hand-tossed is 200 calories less than the margarita thin crust, which is hard to believe because the margarita pizza is just cheese, sauce, and basil. That's what a real margarita is supposed to be. And if you do it right, it's a very little amount of sauce. Actually, it's olive oil, tomatoes. Olive oil. Well, olive oil isn't bad if it's the right olive oil. If it's done correctly. You know, if they had just like dumbed down their pizzas a little bit and started calling themselves CPK, they'd be rolling in it. Well, they do call themselves CPK now, but 
They've never heard them use that term. Well, people do. I mean, like, a, well, yeah. it's like Dunkin' Donuts changing their name to Dunkin'. Nobody goes, "Hey, I'm gonna go to Dunkin'." They go, "I'm gonna go to Dunkin' Donuts," but they're like, "No, no, we gotta change it to Dunkin' because everything runs off a of Dunkin'." That's well, you forcing us to say. Well, no, they they also want to remove the donuts from their image. They want people to think Even about their bagels and their sandwiches. Yeah, and but nobody's going there for that. They go there for the donuts and coffee. So if you go with a whole wheat crust, you can add another 140 calories. That's why like International House of Pancakes started going more towards IHOP because that's what people called them. And they want people to think of them as more than just... Yes, but then they did IHOP and that was a big failure. That was just a marketing stunt. Yeah, and everybody went, oh, that's funny and stopped going. <laughs> that's like KFC. You know, KFC embraced it. It's on their signs. Yeah. Next, because this is the next ones are because everything is laced with trans fat. Well, that's because everything is laced with trans fat. Yeah. Our fucking recorders have trans fats in them. Yeah, but I'm not eating those. Well, you should be because they're expensive. First one, number 10, oh, Buffalo are, Wild Wings. They are hard in fiber, so. What kind of fibers? Buffalo Wild Wings because <laughs> fucking fried wings. We have to try their new location. It's going to be the same stuff. You think it's going to be the same stuff? They're not changing the menu. They just changed where they were. I don't know, but. But it might be better now. No, it's still the same food. I think. Not only are Buffalo Wild Wings bonus wings super salty, which they are, each and every one of them carries a gram or more of trans fat. Well, well, duh, since, they're fried wings. Well, since they moved, the equipment might have been cleaned. It's probably new equipment. Even better. But it doesn't mean it's still good. To stay safe, stick with snack size order of traditional wings as long as you avoid the Parmesan, garlic, and Thai curry varieties. Oh, my favorite. Oh, you mean the good ones? Oh. You can keep your trans fat intake to less than half a gram. For more insight in the world's best menu picks at B-dubs, B-dubs. Uh, check out these 13 best and worst things about Buffalo Wild Wings. They're just picking on restaurants that are they're not restaurants you go to for everyday meals. They're restaurants you go to because, oh, I have a hankering for something, you know? Yeah. Or you go because it's the only thing open that late and you're stuck. You know? yeah. Number 11, Five Guys. I hate that place. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. I don't like their burgers. They taste bad. I don't like their French fries because they fall out of the bag because they grease through it. Yeah. I don't like it. I love that place. It's good. I can't stand it. I mean, the burgers just don't taste good to me. If I want that style of burger, I'll go to Steak and Shake or Culver's or Freddy's. Uh, admittedly, the burgers, five, the burgers have gotten smaller. They are a lot smaller. And they charge the same price. They, you know, almost it's like when they give you the burgers now, they've had somebody sit on them. I mean, they're so squished down. Yeah. Well, that's... They get... But I thought the varsity... So they get no, that, I mean... The, that, the, they get that crusty flavor. No, the too. buns and everything. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. They didn't used to be like that. But they I could just be the one that I went to. Went you know? to. But the varsity hamburgers were small, too. But that's the varsity. They've been doing that for 90 years. Well, I mean, the, the burgers are smaller, but that's maybe an economic thing, or maybe they're... They but had but to, they charge they, you the same price. The thing is, they've had to put their nutrition facts up there, so they had to cut down the size of the burger to get the number down. So yeah. Yeah, the last couple of times I've been to Five Guys, it was like somebody in the back was just like, we didn't have enough paper to wrap the burger properly, so I had to squish the burger down to get it in there. So it says, admittedly, the, get, the, the menu is pretty small there, but we can't ignore that everything but four items have trans fats in them. It's a burger place. Our advice crosses place of your of your list of go to burger joints. Burgers, hot dogs. Well, if you're going to a burger place, I know. I was just about to say that. What? I don't want any trans fats in my burger. Then don't get a burger. Then eat a 
bean burrito. And if you're not getting a burger, why are you at the burger place? Mm-hmm. So the next group is everything is drowned in salt. Number 12, P.F. Yeah. Chang's. Yes, they are. Everything in there is covered in MSG. Yeah. MSG, not salt. And salt. While it's now considerably easier to put together a nutritionally respectable meal at P.F. Chang's than it was a few years ago, we can't turn a blind eye to the chain's blatant disregard for the nation's collective blood pressure. About a year ago, we reported on Chang's hot and sour soup, which contained a staggering 7,980 milligrams of salt. That's the equivalent to 39 packets of salt. It's not hot and sour. It's hot and salty. Warm and salty. (laughs) Could be hot and salty. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Just when we thought the situation couldn't get any worse, it did. When we checked to see if the soup had been reformulated for the better, we discovered it now contains 9,590 milligrams of sodium. (laughs) Does it say how big the bowl is? <laughs> their bowls aren't that big for their soup. It's a cup. Uh, and after scanning the rest is of the menu... Is their first liquid? Oh, no. No, it's just salt with some water dribbled that's on top. A, that's, a, that's a number that's so high, you actually have to question the methodology of their testing process because it doesn't seem feasible that they've got that much salt yes, it in does. solution. No, no, it, it does. With anything else in the cup. <laughs> it does, only for the fact that I know that these guys wait till it gets kind of low, and then they just dump new on top of it. So they make the soup, and then when they see that their warming thing is an inch from the bottom, they just dump the new on top of it. <laughs> so it just builds salt from the but last... There, there are physics at work about how much salt you can get physically into a cup of water. After scanning like, the rest of the... 9,000 milligrams of salt. How many packets did you say that was? Uh, the 7,000 was 39 packets. So the 9,000 has got to be like 50 packets or more. Where can I have 50 packets? Uh, where am I going to get 50 packets? Uh, oh, I know. I Costco? I think I have to go to Costco or, or Restaurant, Restaurant Depot. Depot. Yeah, yeah. Big, a, big box of like okay. thousands of packets for it. <laughs> I got 55 of these packets. Go yeah. get me a cup. <laughs> Here's 55. Here you go. What are we going to do with this way? Shut up. Okay. Because this is the only measurement they gave us. <laughs> So uh, after six scan- week on achieving reality. Yeah. After scanning the rest of the, the menu, we found over forty pack menu items that were packed more than three thousand milligrams of salt, which is five hundred milligrams over the recommended daily intake. On Shame on you, PF Chang. Are they on DoorDash? We can get some hot and sour soup delivered. A chisel. <laughs> Number twelve, chilies. I'll just make sure I bring the uh, faucet over and just, you know, between the three of us. The faucet over? The faucet over. I oh. just keep putting water on all of us. Chili serves up some of the country's salty, salt. fattiest, most calorie-laden fare in the land. From tacos to salads to baby back ribs. And uh, Santa Fe, whatever the fuck that shit is. That the worst offenders are the burgers, fajitas, and appetizers, including the Texas cheese fries, which pack on... 5,310 milligrams of salt. Ooh. That's what you find in 29 packets... Oh, I'm sorry. 29 servings of Cool Ranch Doritos. Well, 29 servings is 29 Doritos. <laughs> if you can even imagine that. And the salt attack doesn't stop there. More than 30 menu items on the menu pack more than 3,000 milligrams of sodium. That's not even including items like chicken tenders with special sauces and customizable meals where the elements of the meal have to be added together piece by piece by diners. If you want to be good to your body, waistline, and overall health, stay away from this salt chain. Yeah, but then again, it's like if it's on the menu 
And they tell you up front, they're not tricking you into eating bad. No, now, they're, now they're just saying. They're offering you this and saying, this is what it is. And if you want it, you eat it. Yeah. If you don't, you get up and you go to Denny's. <clears throat> so the next group, the next two, are because they're not keeping up with trends. That doesn't make them bad restaurants. Makes well, them according rustic. to these guys, it does. It makes them rustic. 13. Are retro. Burger okay. King. Well, Vita says take and shake. <laughs> I just fell out of that chair. We now live in an era where customization is seen as a need, not a luxury. Today's consumers want food that's fresh and made just for them. Have it your way. Yeah. And we're not talking about choices like thin crust, regular, or deep dish. Young adults these days... I never get the deep dish at Burger King. <laughs> ...prefer restaurants like Chipotle and McDonald's? McDonald's doesn't allow you to build anything the way you want. They're McDonald's. Big Mac, here you go. Well, I don't want this. Fuck you. Eat it. All right. Well, it's fast food. You only have so many customizations. You uh, that allow. offer build-it-yourself dining experiences so they can regularly try something new and have total control. Over the, oh, it's because they're talking about the panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you may or may not get what you ordered. Yeah. Know, anyway, because there's high school kids back there trying to get out 40 burgers in a half hour. Yeah. That said, it seems crazy that Burger King doesn't let consumers craft their own burgers. Unless they want to become totally irrelevant, they need to give their customers more control over what winds up on their trays and in their mouths. Well, you can still tell them, I don't want tomatoes on this, or I don't want this. You can just tell them. Yeah. And finally, one that I almost never see anymore, because they're fairly rare up here anyways, Long Dong Silver. I mean, Long John Silvers. Either or. Yeah. Either one is known for giving you what you want. <laughs> well, if you want a you Long get, Dong, you, you get what you get. Yeah. We won't hold it against against Long John Silver's oh, for having Silver. the most archaic website yeah. ever. Yeah, I like Long John Silver's. I haven't been there in so long. So I kind of I kind of want to go. We will wag our it's fingers at them for being only one of one of the only fast food chains that still have soda on their kids menu. Don't they all have soda on the kids menu? It's not specifically on the kids menu. Uh, Wendy's, Applebee's, IHOP, and McDonald's all removed the toxic beverage. In uh, 2015, like apple juice on on the kids menu, and it's as uh, it says WTF LJS question mark. It's time to get on board. Still sipping soda yourself? Better find out yeah. the 70 most popular sodas ranked by how toxic Cheers. they are. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, still sipping soda. So there you go. The 14 worst restaurants in America, according to some. According to uh, some guy who. Karen. Some Karen. Oh, funny enough. No, it's by Dana Lee Smith. Dana Lee Karen Smith. All right. Well, that's uh, ridiculous. That's that. So um, cue saturated fat music. And there you have it. The world's worst podcast ever recorded. And why? Because we had the world's worst restaurants on. They were despicable. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did or didn't, please look us up on Podbean and Facebook and drop us a line. Maybe you could, I don't know, give us a theme for the next one. So, for Chris, Marissa in parentheses, and everyone else, I'm Larry saying... Hey, Quagmire, go over there and give me a beer. Yeah. What?
Hey everybody, Larry here from Achieving Reality, the podcast. So you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right. Achieving Reality, the podcast is now on Spotify. Nice, right? So now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you soon. Oh, let's see if he barks at us now. He can't see us now. Go outside. Could have he turned his head? No, he can see his reflection in the window. I'd see us. This is definitely on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like we haven't had it before.